You're home alone, sitting on your porch. Suddenly, you hear a pounding on your front door. It's one o'clock in the morning. Who could be there? So you ignore it. Then the pounding gets louder, more aggressive, and you're about to jump out of your skin. Who is it? And there they are, two children holding hands and staring at their feet. You call through the door, what do you want, what do you need? And they say that their parents aren't there and they need to come in to call them. Every hair on the back of your neck is standing on edge. Impulsively, you're already reaching for the doorknob before you can even make that conscious decision. You open the door and they look at you in the face Instead of having two sets of bright eyes, nothing but black, inky darkness stares back at you. You quickly slam the door in their face, shaken to your core. And that, my friends, is why we don't look in the trees. Today, we're covering black-eyed children. I'm Abby, and I'm your host for this wild and dark ride that we're going to be going on. I'm so glad that you made it. Brian Bethel was one of the first people to document having met the black-eyed children in real life. He published a transcript of the event on his blog back in 1998. The following is part of his story. It was around 9.30pm, January 16, 1998 and Brian left his apartment in Albany, Texas, for the Dropbox to pay his internet bill. On the way back, he stopped at the Dollar Movie Theater next to the service provider's building to use the glow of the marquee as a light to make out his check. As he did this, there was a knock on the window, and he saw two young boys. He placed them between 10 and 14 years old. He describes the boys as, Boy number one was slightly taller than his companion, wearing a pullover hoodie with some sort of gray checkered pattern in jeans. I couldn't see his shoes. His skin was olive-colored and he had curly, medium-length brown hair. He exuded an air of quiet confidence. Boy number two had pale skin with a trace of freckles. His primary characteristic seemed to be he was looking around nervously. He was dressed in a similar manner to his companion, but his pullover was a light green color. His hair was sort of a pale orange. They didn't appear to be related, at least not directly. Almost immediately, he knew something was up and felt a sense of fear and dread. The boys began to tell Bethel that they needed his help. They wanted to see the new Mortal Kombat movie, but forgot their money. Instead of asking for the money itself, the boy asked for a lift to their house to retrieve it. Our narrator is nervous and hesitant as the first boy continued to try to coax him, saying things like, Come on, mister. We just want to go to our house. We're just two little boys, and come on, mister, let us in. We can't get in your car until you know. Uh, just let us in, and we'll be gone before you know it. We'll go to our mother's house. Brian Bethel found himself unlocking the door without realizing it, as if instructed by the child to do so. After catching his hands, he looks back to the kids with a fresh perspective. That's when he realized that the kids' eyes were solid black. No sclera, no iris, no pupil. All the stories of people meeting black-eyed kids claim that once you realize their eyes are all black, that's when things get dangerous. 
The second boy continued to stand there completely silent while the first boy threatens him, saying, We won't hurt you. You have to let us in. We don't have a gun. According to Bethel, the boys were implying that they didn't need guns. He started pulling at the door and demanding to be let in. With the courage he managed to find, Bethel pushed his car into reverse and sped home, leaving the boys where he found them. From hearing Bethel's story and hearing the stories that you all have sent in with your interactions of black-eyed children, it seems like they have some pretty common presentations. It seems like there's an equal mix of both boy and girl presenting children. It seems like they all tend to be pale-skinned and tend to be dressed in ways that don't exactly seem to fit in. They sometimes appear in outdated clothes, and some say, if you look at their feet, they have almost talon-like feet and don't wear shoes. There's also some rhythmic, almost hypnotic in the way that their words are pronounced. Something which triggers an instinctual sense of dread and fear that all who encounter these beings and report it experience. Animals are said to panic in their presence. They become guarded and agitated, or sometimes they simply run away in fear and will not enter the room where the children are. They also say that the children look down at their feet, trying to hide those pitch black eyes from you. Or they'll come in the dark and at night, so it's almost like a shadow is casting over their eyes, so you don't notice it. It was interesting doing research into this. One woman says that her and her husband let in these black-eyed children. She said that her cats were freaking out and hissing and she couldn't figure out why. Then, as the kids were sitting on the, her couch, they simply said, We have to go now. Our parents are here. And she looked outside and in the driveway there was a black car with two tall men in black suits. And the kids simply left as they came. However, in the following days, things seemed to go awry. Her and her husband both got sick. Her husband was soon diagnosed with a rare kind of skin cancer that tends to be from exposure to radiation or long-time tanning bed use. And her husband had none of these things. But it's suspected that this could be moonburn syndrome, which is an alleged witness of an alien spacecraft reporting symptoms akin to radiation poisoning. It's said to be caused by the radiation emitted by the engines, but even more peculiar are the similarities between the black-eyed children and aliens. Both are said to have oil-black eyes, pale or fair olive skin, but aliens are also reported to have a hypnotic quality similar to the black-eyed children. Obviously, this is all just speculation, but isn't that fascinating? that the encounter with these kids can lead to a type of cancer that has been allegedly seen in survivors from alien abduction. There's some pretty wild theories out there. Some suspect that there's the obvious demon attachment, seeing as they seemingly only want to cause some kind of harm and they can't enter your house unless they're invited. And the pale skin and black eyes 
And it's also well documented that demons like to present as children to gain your trust. It's a wild world out there, and I have a listener story to even further confirm that. For this, I'll use the name Revan. I was with my fiancé Victor and my best friend Corey. Corey and I had heard about the B.E.K. a lot. Same with most creatures, I avoid saying the full name where I can because I don't want to call them to me anymore when that happens just thinking about them. We hung out a lot at my house, where I do have the ghost of a little girl named Lily, but she's never too active outside of opening kitchen cabinets or occasionally showing up to us. Not evil, simple little girl kind of ghost. On one particular night, we had just gotten back to my house and we were hanging out in the living room. My mother is a light sleeper and was already in her room for the night. While I was in the living room, we all started to get this feeling of dread. Something was very wrong. Then there was a tap on the front door, not even five feet from us. None of us moved to answer, and we heard a child say, Hello? It sounded innocent enough, but we still did not move. A couple of minutes went by. Corey finally moved to look through the peephole. She saw two children standing there, heads down. She looked at me and shook her head, telling Victor and I not to answer. Then they banged on the door as loud as they could. My mother and grandmother didn't come out. They didn't hear it. But the three of us jumped from the sudden noise. We were all frozen for a good ten minutes. Finally, Victor looked out the window and saw the two walking away from my door and off down the driveway. We bolted to my room after making sure the front and back doors were locked. I don't think any of us slept that night. And Revan says, for the other listeners, B.E.K. are easy to avoid, but usually are a lot more persistent. Corey and I have seen them several times since then. If you see them, don't let them in. They show up at houses asking to come in and use your phone. They show up at gas stations trying to get in the car. They ask for rides. They talk to kids because they're more trusting than adults if they can. They keep their heads down until you are in front of them and then they will look up to reveal their pitch black eyes. Do not let them in. Not in your car, not in your house, not in your life. Do not talk to them, and do not give them a way in. Wow, Revan, that is absolutely chilling me to the bone right now. I appreciate you keeping yourself and your friends safe. That is so intense, I can't even imagine. Thankfully, I haven't experienced these things personally, but hearing your story is just absolutely terrifying. Like most things, being educated is the most important and vital way to keep yourself safe. It seems like these things can't enter without being welcomed in. So as long as you know what to expect and don't just trust blindly, it seems like you can stay safe from these things. But like everything else, it's a solid reason to not look in the trees. 